Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The road to Roland Garros is rolling through Italy as we are less than two weeks away from reaching the Tierra Batu of Paris. Following a wet Friday in Rome, Saturday was overflowing with quarter and semifinal action. And now we have two exciting finals on tap for Championship Sunday. While most of the elite players are taking two weeks off before Paris, Roger and Serena will both be in action and we will examine their draws. And a year ago, we introduced you to a couple of rising stars from Japan. Today, we check in on you and Ko to see how their skills are developing. And what's trending and who's posting? We're checking the hashtags and handles from all the tennis platforms. Take a bow. It's time to get fired up. TC Live starts right now. What a day from Rome. Quarterfinal Saturday into semifinal Saturday and some instant classics in the books on the road to Roland Garros. What a match we just finished with. As we get set for TC Live, glad to have you with us. We will recap all of what we saw in what was semifinal Saturday as well as quarterfinal. We'll get through all the highlights. Serena and Roger returning to action this upcoming week and a whole lot more to get through. Noah Eagle, Jim Courier with you here from our Santa Monica studios. Once again, glad to have you joining along for the ride and, and what a match that was. Jim, what a week it's been for Lorenzo Sinego. Just, yep. I, I thought you brought up a great point during the match. That was a reputation-building type of performance. Big really. time. The locker room notices all of these things, and when you beat Dominic team, they, they definitely stand up. When you take Novak the way that he did into that third set after beating Rublev, one of the best players in the world as well, what a week it was. Shame it had to come to an end for him, but no shame in the performance today. That level of tennis will take him to great heights. That was some outstanding ball from both. We'll see what Novak has to offer tomorrow in his legs, but he had to dig into his legs and to his gut to get through that one. Well, so Lorenzo Sinego, congratulations once again on a fantastic performance over in Rome. We do have a third member with us here for the CC Live. Let's just recap for all those who aren't aware. This was a tweet that we saw across the Tennis Channel universe how do we get at Andy Roddick to shower and put a suit on like the rest of the at Tennis Channel grown-up pros? So that was Andy yesterday. T-shirt, hat, it's what we've grown accustomed to. Now we can confirm Andy Roddick does indeed have soap in his house. And man, did he use it today. Andy, I just got to know, were you fueled? Were you ready to get back? Were you ready to prove that you do have a little extra flair to that, to that wardrobe you got at home? I can be professional, and I am, uh, I'm very excited to start my first day of work at the law firm of Haber Courier, uh, Weissman & Eagle. I'm just uh, happy to be here, guys. Thank you. You look like you're pledging a fraternity, but you're already in. We love having you, Andy. But uh, the razor, that must have been a real struggle to get that on the face this morning. Yeah, I, I figure if I was going to be Jim Courier's accountant, I'd, I'd have to, like, shave up a little bit. So, uh, you know, th this is great. I'm, I'm learning about tennis here. First taxes, next tennis. I, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, the two T's in life. Taxes and tennis. You're good to go. I don't know. We can add a third T. We'll figure it out as the show goes on. But as mentioned, we have a lot to get through and not a lot of time to get through it. Quarterfinals and semifinals all in one Super Saturday in Rome. So let's start 
with those quarters because yesterday, which was technically Friday in what we thought was going to be the quarterfinals, we still had to reach that mark. So this was the start of the quarterfinal matchup between Stefano Tsitsipas and Novak Djokovic. It was Tsitsipas who went up a set and a break in that second set, but eventually it started getting dark. The rain also started to come and eventually washed out all the play on Friday. So we head to Saturday, and these two would resume play in that second set. As mentioned, Tsitsipas up a set and a break, and Jim Novak Djokovic did Novak Djokovic stuff. Yeah, 4-3. Tsitsipas can see the finish line. He also see a break point, and Djokovic takes it from him and roars. So Djokovic playing behind the count in the second set, gets to set point on Tsitsipas's serve. The forehand line sends it to a third. Look at that from Novak. Full of passion, full of fury. But he would find himself down again early. Here's a break point for Tsitsipas, who's had a remarkable clay court season, winning Monte Carlo. Look at the anger from Djokovic as he lets fly with that racket into the sideline. But he would use that fuel to break serve when Tsitsipas served for the match at 5-4. There's the break for Novak. And Tsitsipas unable to hold on to that lead and unable to hold on to his serve the last two times. Here is double match point. Tsitsipas serving at 6-5. Djokovic stayed firm, stayed strong, and booked a spot into that semifinal that would take place a few hours later. Three hours and 16 minutes in total between those two. Novak Djokovic only converted six of 23 breaks, but got them when they mattered. So let's move to Lorenzo Sanego and Andre Rublev. Sanego coming off that big win over Dominic Team Andy, and he would follow it up in a major way. Drops the first set, and uh, no one has ever seen uh, Sanego and Ralph Macchio in the same room. I can guarantee that. So focus, Lorenzo, son. Focus. You got another third set coming. So guy plays with so much energy and frankly I just love seeing him play the crowd we have not seen that we have been thirsty for this type of interaction and Sanego is delivering I love how he's bringing the crowd in career week for him and nothing flukish about it the guy played great tennis going through murderous row of opponents and good for him best moment of his career that far and what does he get for that victory the opportunity to play Novak later in the same day what a dream week for for Sanego and Really enjoying it. Good for him. Saved 11 of 13 break points in that match with Rublev. And so let's wax on, wax off right over to that draw. The semifinals looked a little something like this. Djokovic, Sanego, Opelka, and Nadal. And the American playing some of the best tennis of his young career, and certainly on the clay. Had not won back-to-back clay court matches before this week. He rolls all the way to the semis. And Andy, he just kind of ran into a buzzsaw today. Yeah, and Ruff was one of the only guys that's strong enough to back way up on Opelka's serve and still fight it off. That's a pretty deep shot. Obviously, Opelka knows he has to go big, doesn't want to get into extended rallies. But Rafa, one of the only guys that can handle it from above his shoulder and also create spin that gets actually up on Opelka, as we'll see uh, later on here in the highlight. So returns it, but then it's still up, still gets to neutral. Look at this. Seven feet tall, and it's still up above his head. That's the kind of spin that Rafa's able to create. Obviously, doesn't want Riley to get two feet under him. Has a variety to keep him kind of uh, off balance throughout the match. And uh, Rafa in full flight right now. He had to be feeling very good when he gets the break early in that second set. Said, listen, let's just take care of business here. And he certainly did. Has gotten better and better as this week has gone on. And uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Rafa into another room final. Opelka 0 for 4 break points, and Rafa was with our own Prakash Amitraj after the match. We look at all of your records, and, you know, sometimes our, our, our brain explodes. Do you, do you take time and, and reflect 
on on all of this? Uh, hopefully, after my career, I'm gonna have time to think about all of this. Uh, of course, I know all the things that uh, I have been doing for such a long time, and uh, yeah, numbers, especially during this couple of months on clay, are amazing. Uh, but yeah, super happy to be back in the final. No, uh, here in Rome is uh, one of the most important places of my tennis career. Uh, and one of the most historic tournaments in, in our tour, no? so it uh, means a lot to me and uh, I'm looking forward to be ready for tomorrow and try to, to play a solid match. So Rafa Nadal looking for his 10th title in Rome, but for Riley Opelka, Jim, this was a really good stepping stone on this surface in particular to see that success, to feel it, and, and to really go toe-to-toe with Rafa to a certain degree in those two sets. Yeah, it's, it's a belief builder. It's also, we talked about with Sinego, a reputation builder for Riley to be a force on the clay, players now aware of that he should be. Uh, he gets a little bit more time. He talked about that with Prakash. Gives him a little more time to get the forehand that he can finish with. He's a tremendous mover for size. We know he's a great server. He's just dangerous. And uh, these guys, according to Jay Berger, one of Riley's coaches, they'd never even practiced together before today. I thought that might be an advantage for, for Riley because if, no, if Rafa gets a look at your serve, it takes him – couple games to figure it out, but, you know, listen, Nadal's Nadal on any surface. He's going to be tough, and he toughed out Riley. But a great week for the American. His ranking goes up. I think he'll be the second-ranked American behind Taylor Fritz after this week. Only served 52% on his first serve in this match, a big reason that Nadal was able to neutralize that big serve. Only a number of American names that have taken this title in Rome. Andy, we see some familiar names on this list. Yeah, that, that guy sitting next to you knows a, a little something about winning on the red dirt. Obviously, uh, a lot's changed since the last time Andre won uh, uh, in 2002. Uh, a lot more Luxalon coming in. That's changed the way the game is played uh, a little bit more. You know, I, I don't know that Pete would have would have totally loved uh, that uh, that advance in technology, but hopefully it happens again at some point. And uh, to echo to echo Jim's point, this can only be great for Riley Opelka. You hope he builds on it, isn't content. You'd love to see him start putting up these type of results week after week after week, and then all of a sudden, you're potentially a top 10 guy. So hopefully this is a building block and not a finish line. Yeah, it's funny you bring up the Luxalon, the, the string, you know, that's given so much easy spin to the players. When Andre won in 2002, Andy, that was the first tournament that he played with full Luxalon. Darren Cahill talked him into it, and I remember him calling me afterwards. He's like... Rock, you've got to try this string. You won't believe it. You, you drop it loose, you swing for the fences, and watch the ball rip down in. Amazing. Funny. Funny how that happens. Well, all this coming from a two-time semifinalist at the event as well, Andy Roddick. We move on to our second semifinal of the day, and that was this fantastic matchup. Two hours and 43 minutes on court, Jim. You were there for all of it. Yeah, the first set, uh, Djokovic was just forcing Sinego into the corners, not allowing him to be as offensive as he wanted to be. It was high-level tennis. It was an early break, a serve for, for Novak. You're thinking, all right, this is a quick set, right? 35 minutes or so for the first set. Novak's going to be perfectly positioned for that amazing final we'll get to see against Rafa. But Sinego had other thoughts. He upped the ante. He played brilliantly strategically, I thought, serving into the body of Djokovic with his second serve and handcuffing him. But Djokovic with the redrop was phenomenal. He had a couple of amazing ones. So he's up a break. He's serving for the match, but he can't close. The cross-court backhand drop shot, that was something that cost Novak a lot in this match. He's very good down the line. The cross-court just gives more time to Sinego to get to it. You give Sinego time. He thumps the ball. Sinego down, a mini break in the breaker, comes back with passion and power. 
And early in the third set, Sonego had triple break point. The first game of the third, didn't get it. Novak made him pay. Gets the break there, gets up 5-2 in its match point. But look at the time on the clock. We just showed you two hours and 44 minutes. That's on top of about two hours and 15 for Novak finishing that match against Tsitsipas. He's going to be gassed tomorrow. So now we have our 57th all-time meeting between Novak Djokovic and Rafa Nadal. One versus two. This is exactly what we wanted to see, Andy. And we will be treated to another fantastic final. Yeah, it's just crazy the numbers that, that come out of the, the big three. And this is big for kind of the, the conversation as we project forward and the what-if game of who's the best of all time. Right now, I, I, I fully believe that if Novak ends up tied with Rafa and Roger, at least tied with total grand slam count, it's actually hard to make a statistical argument against him based on head-to-head, based on Masters 1000's win. As with every match of the big three plays from here on out for the rest of their careers, there could be a historical impact. And let me take off this tie. It's make them a clip. It's beautiful. But, um, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a huge, huge deal. Oh, my God, I can breathe again. Go ahead, guys. I, all you. Literally a clip-on. Do you expect uh, anything I, I, I don't think I've worn a clip-on tie since I was nine. <laughs> oh. I don't th- yeah, uh, whatever. I don't Either think Andy's way. wore a tie. Since Listen, his nine at least weeks. at least at least one of us was classy enough to wear a tie today, guys. You guys Good are point. slackers. Good point. You know what? Well, we you know can't. What? You talk. want we you want to be a real member of the team? Get one of these TC pins, Andy. That's a good point. You're letting us down. Yeah, bo- yeah we're going to send it. We'll, we'll ship it to him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He has to pledge. He has to go through everything, all through the ringer. Either way, Coco Goff was back on center stage. We'll tell you how she fared over in Rome when we come back on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to TC Live from our Santa Monica studios as we get set for Roland Garros 2021. May 30th is when the action will start here on TC. We've got our 15th year of coverage with over 330 hours live all 15 days, men's and women's semifinals. First year of the night session as well on Philippe Chatrier. We should be really excited about what we can find over on the red dirt at RG. Iga Sviantek, Alina Svitolina, quarterfinal earlier today. And Andy, two-time champ Svitolina, really struggled with the reigning Roland Garros champ. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sviantek is able to uh, get that ball up so high, as she did last year at Roland Garros, really dictating play with that forehand. A nice contrast between the heaviness of the forehand and able to flatten out the backhand, as we see here on, on, uh, on that return. But Moving great, moving the ball around, able to hit, take it both ways. Spitalina really wasn't able to get settled. She likes to get a rhythm, hit a lot of balls. Fiatek made sure that she wasn't seeing the same ball twice in a row uh, throughout this match. Uh, movement, I think, has, dare I say, improved since Roland Garros last year. You see how much this win means for her. She wants to play well here, set herself up for the best possible run of Roland Garros and uh, into the semis for uh, a match later on against Coco Golf. 6275 there, one hour 36 minutes. That's key. She got through pretty quickly, and as Andy mentioned, sets up the matchup with the 17-year-old Goff on the bottom half of the draw. That is Carolina Pliskova 
and Petra Martic, and that's where we'll go first, Jim. Pliskova looking to book her ticket to the final and really started this match strong. Yeah, she started. she's a great ball striker, very offensive-minded, and she got off to a flyer here, would run through the first set in no time with wonderful shots like that. Shades of Novak with the open stance down the line backhand. Second set, Martic makes a run, though. It's like the NBA, Noah. Everyone makes a run. Martic comes strong here, would sweep the second set, 6-3, but Pliskova righted the ship here. Uh, good save also here, 40-30. Martic trying to serve for 3-2. Nice drop there, and bang, the down the line backhand. What was that in my career? I couldn't hit that shot. I might still be playing. Match point for Pliskova, 5-2. So little under two hours, she puts herself in a great position to be fresh and ready for a final tomorrow against the winner of that golf, Sviantec match. Well, clearly you said forget the backhand down the line. This is a game of runs, and I like runs. Either way, we go to that golf and Sviantec matchup. First meeting between the two, Andy, and it was, it was honestly a good one. Yeah, hopefully the first of many meetings between these two. This is what the future is going to look like. And actually, kind of, they do some things very similarly. Uh, the shape on their forehands, they both kind of like that arc as opposed to the flat ball through the court. But then the backhands, they really try to flatten out and hit through the court. Coco uh, has actually been doing a great job of it this week. Takes a rip here, has been doing that successfully. Just misses that one to give Sviatic the first set. And it's a long road back uh, with as well as Iga plays on the, on the red dirt. And look at that movement. Look at the athleticism with these two going side to side and really kind of feeling each other out uh, deep into the second set here. Uh, Coco has played great this week. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, Sviatek just a little too tough and, you know, that, that patent had come on. You can see the passion between them, but hopefully this is the first of many. Maybe they end up playing 57 times like uh, like Ra Rafa and Novak, but uh, great stuff from Sviatek all day against Svitolina and Golf. They certainly have plenty of time ahead of them, both still in their teenage years, so Sviatek looks for her second title of 2021, one in Adelaide. Karolina Pliskova is now 14-5 and in in Rome. She really plays well at this tournament, 8.30 Eastern on Sunday. We've got all the action of the women's singles finals. Coming up next, we will check in with these young guys we first met during the pandemic. We've got new video to see how they're developing. Come back and find out on TC Live. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TC Live. So glad to have you with us as we take you through what we can expect moving forward. No Eagle, Jim Courier, and someone who looks like he's an extra, maybe in Goodfellas with his collar popped, but he looks good. Fresh shave, ready to go. That's Andy Roddick. And we are having some fun here after a fantastic day of tennis over in Rome. Let's look ahead now. Serena Williams making her return to action after dropping her first match back to Nadia Podoroska. That was 7-6-7-5, taking a wild card in Parma, and this is what her draw is going to look like. Serena, and I think both you guys would agree, is just looking to get some more match play as we head towards Roland Garros. But, Jim, 
it looks like this is a, a decent opportunity for her not to get just one or two, but even take it a bit further. Yeah, look, you can't take anything for granted, and I don't think she will. She She's desperate to get some good quality match play in. Great opportunity to start with a qualifier in a tournament where the cutoff is going to be pretty low already because it's a smaller event. Caroline Garcia, former top tenner, she's in that section. Watch out for Towson. She is talented, so there, there's some potential problems in here for Serena. But main thing is get out of this tournament with at least two matches and get out of it healthy, then point yourself towards Roland Garros. So, Andy, I would imagine that that's somewhat of a similar sentiment when we look at Roger Federer, who's also going to enter as a wild card in Geneva. He beat Dan Evans in three and then lost to Basilevili in three back in Doha. But those are the only two matches since he's played the 2020 Australian Open. It's been a while since he's really gotten a rhythm. What would you want to get out of this if you were fit? I'd want a lot of reps. Uh, you know, this matchup against Thompson or Andujar, he's going to be able to hit some balls there. And obviously down at the bottom, you look at uh, Garin, who is, who's been, had a really good clay court season. But still, if I'm Roger, I know in that match, I'm going to get a lot of reps. There's going to be a lot of movement. I'm going to get like an, a proper test. If, if I'm Roger, the last thing I want to see is someone like Opelka, where I'm just not going to get any rhythm. It might be an easier match to win, might be a better matchup for me, but I want to move. I want to get in and out of the quarters. I want to prep myself for Roland Garros, hit lots of balls, get those, uh, get those shots in, get those 30-all points in where there's a little bit of stress involved. Uh, that's what he's looking for with, uh, with this week. Yeah, the assumption is the great Roger Federer wants to win this tournament, doesn't he? It's a small <laughs> tournament. It's in Switzerland. That couldn't be and shouldn't be the priority for those guys. It's all about his health and finding what Andy's talking about, comfort in the tricky moments and just comfort on the match court because it's been so sparse for him since the Australian Open. Remember, two knee surgeries. The second one was unexpected, and it's been a slow comeback for him physically. His team has talked about how he's not where they want him to be at this point. This will be a real real test for them to find out what he's going to have the rest of his career, really. Well, we are always excited to have Serena and Roger back in action. We'll have that for you on Tennis Channel this coming week from multiple events around the world. Let's go to the social net, and we've got something that these guys don't even know about quite yet. So let's start with you, Andy. Tell me what's going on in this photo. I don't know. I'm guessing it's one of at one of our uh, our, our champions events and. Apparently, it looks like we're walking down the hallway together. I don't know if there's much more than that, Jim. What do you, what do you, is there something I'm missing here? You know, this, this is definitely at one of the Champion Series events, and, and this is one of those moments where leaving the locker room to go do, uh, like, a little meet and greet. And you're obviously not playing the first match that night. Andre's <laughs> about to take me out again. And, by the way, just a reminder for everyone at home, I got paid to wear those clothes, okay? Uh, I did not choose those. Those were chosen for me. There nope, you go. I, nope, I do not buy it. I actually think that you guys were somehow plotting an album that you never released because this clearly looks like your <laughs> album cover. It definitely, definitely could be an album cover. It's it's three guys with no rhythm. That's the name of the band. <laughs> is that that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be on the lookout. <laughs> Apple Music will be downloaded by the time this show is over. Let's move on over to Japan. The Japanese brothers, six-year-old you, four-year-old Ko in 2020. You're Remember these guys? They had plenty of skill. They were showing off all these drills, the footwork, everything, the one-handed backhand. It was quite impressive. Well, we've got an update on what they've been up to recently and how they've continued to progress. First of all, great etiquette as they've entered and exited the court. But these guys now, 7-5, and Jim, are really impressive to me. I can't do anything that these guys do. Uh, The the footwork is amazing, and and I I can't recall seeing a kid that young with a one-hander. Usually it starts with a two and you drop to a one. Just incredible footwork, incredible focus and discipline, and this is awesome to see this much passion at any age. But it's really impressive, isn't it? 
Yeah, and the other thing is that there's some racket head speed through the zone there. It's not as if it just kind of looks pretty and it's kind of like slowly rolling off the racket. There's some speed through that hitting zone. Without a doubt. Uh, here's what I, my question, I guess, would be this. Can they tie a tie or do they wear a clip-on? Definitely clip-on. You think they're clip-on? Yep, definitely. Uh, I, look, I'm going to go the, that they the can tie it. The shoes are Velcro. <laughs> no, that doesn't. That's not. Definitely, the, definitely up top not. and bottom are two different areas, right, Andy? I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm with it. Listen, let's let's make it easier on ourselves. Like let's, let's not like celebrate points for difficulty. Velcro and clip on. I'm in. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's move. That means that they're going to be future Hall of Famers by the transitive property, which I actually have no idea if I use that correctly because I'm not good at math. Still to come as we look ahead here on Tennis Channel Women's Singles Final at 8:30 Eastern. As mentioned, the men's to follow at around 11, and we've got Tennis Channel Live as always to follow the action and more next. It has been a nebulous week in terms of what the weather would look like, but we have arrived at Championship Sunday with two tremendous matchups. They should be absolutely outstanding. And for more on them, we go to the site. Danny and Prakash, standing by. All right, Noah, back here at the DraftKings desk in Rome. And, P, we've reached the finals, but I want to zero in. Yes. I know, big slam on the desk. It's very exciting. Let's zero in on that women's final between the reigning French Open champ, Iga Spiontek, and then a three-time Rome, at least finalist. She's also won it in Karolina Pliskova. Who's going to win this one? A tough one. I think Sasha Bain's been doing a great job with Pliskova. I think she's possibly ready to win her first slam, but it's going to be first strike tennis. If Carolina can stay up on that baseline, get a ton of first serves in and be the one dictating play, that's our best shot. But Iga moves really well. If they get into long rallies, she might be the favorite. It's going to be a super championship Sunday here, Noah. We're excited. Oh, we are just as excited over here in Santa Monica. Noah Eagle, Jim Courier, Andy Roddick. Things are just being thrown out the window. We've got Jim putting a hat on. Andy has no hat, but he lost the jacket, and here I am fully dressed. What's going on? Well, Noah, no, you'll notice whenever Andy's on the show, he's always promoting things that he invests in, right? Mm. He's a savvy investor, doing very well in his own little venture capital group. <laughs> I am investing in, a, in an event that I think is about to okay. go huge. Okay, what would that be? Uh, it's the Catalina Wine Mix. Okay, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's going to blow up. Yes. It really is. So, and, uh, you know, I feel like you guys should invest with me and we can really do great things. You're saying investors, yes. possibly us. Could be. Okay, Andy? Well, as soon as Jim invests in one of my deals for the first time ever, I'll invest in the Catalina wine mixer. And second point, Jim, if you're promoting something, I can't even read what's on your hat. You got to make it bigger, bro. I told them to, to zoom in, but they wouldn't do it. So they, they're just, you know, they don't want to promote as much as you do. But I just got to say, like, did we just become best friends? All of us? Do you want to do karate in the garage? I think so. All I'll say is something I have not invested in. I have not had a carb since 2004. I lather these babies up in oils every day. <laughs> That's all it is for TC Live, for Andy, for Jim, for Mom, for Dr. Doback. No Eagles saying so long. Championship Sunday ahead. Thanks for coming along for the ride.